If you like what you hear on this episode, you're going to want to come check out my new podcast called the Unfuck Your Brain Podcast. What you're listening to right now, The Lawyer's Stress Solution, has ceased production of new episodes. But Unfuck Your Brain is rocking and rolling. Every week, I release a new episode of the Unfuck Your Brain podcast, teaching you the same great tools for taming your brain, but with even more applications to other areas of your life. You can search for it by name. Remember, there's an asterisk instead of the U in unfuck because we like to be polite. Or just click the link to it in the podcast description for this show. I'll see you over there. You're listening to The Lawyer Stress Solution, the only podcast that teaches you cognitive science-based techniques specifically created for lawyers. Learn how to manage your lawyer brain and conquer the stress, anxiety, and overwhelm of lawyer life. Here's your host, former lawyer and certified master coach, Kara Lowenthal. Hello, my podcast crew. I'm sorry if I sound a little scratchy. It's very early in the morning, and I'm recording this very early, which is not my normal, because I'm taking off to New Orleans for the rest of the week. This is a little tidbit some of you may not know about me. I used to live in New Orleans for two years, actually clerked on the Fifth Circuit there, and for one of the last kind of more liberal judges. And I've loved it ever since, and I still have a place there. And so I'm going down this week. I'm just going to be working there, (laughs) but it'll be even warmer than it is here. And it'll be a chance to see old friends and just soak up the magic of the city. New Orleans is amazing. So this is not life coach advice. This is just travel advice. If you haven't been to New Orleans, you should definitely go. In fact, we should all go together. We should have like a podcast retreat in New Orleans. That would be so fun. Okay. Anyway, so this episode is going to be short and sweet, both because it's early and I have a plane to catch but also because it's really a beautifully simple idea and there's no reason to make it more complicated than it has to be. Now, some of you may not know this, an additional little detail about me, but in addition to coaching lawyers who want to be less stressed out and anxious, I also in the past, especially have coached women who are dating. And sometimes those are the same women, but even when they're not, the problems are actually surprisingly similar. And so I have a couple of dating clients still, and today I was teaching one of them my favorite mantra, this has nothing to do with me. It is such a powerful tool. And so I want to share it with you all today too, because whether you're devastated after a promising first date ghost, or you're stressing out about edits to your memo, you have the same problem. You're taking other people's behavior personally. And I say that again, it's like the secret to everything. You are taking other people's behavior personally. Taking other people's behavior personally is the number one cause of conflict in any relationship. I don't care whether it's the partner on your case or your kids or your spouse or your friends or someone you just met at a bar. This is how bar fights happen also. The biggest cause of interpersonal conflict is interpreting someone else's behavior to mean something about you. And I can hear your objections now. I know you're thinking, How could it not be personal? They're doing it to me. But that is the thing, my special snowflakes. They are not. They are not doing anything to you. And they're definitely not doing it at you. That's what we think, right? Someone does something the way that like makes sense to them. And we think they're doing it at us. 
right? <laughs> They're being late for dinner at us. They're driving that way in traffic at us. They're, you know, speaking that way in the meeting at us. The truth is they're just being themselves. They are just doing what they always do for reasons that make sense to them. You are the one doing something to you. Because when you choose to think that someone else's behavior means something about you, you are the one who is creating your own suffering. So I'm going to give you a few examples because I know sometimes these things that sound simple, you can intellectually understand them, but they don't sink in emotionally. That, that's really the whole reason that I have private clients <laughs> is that it's one thing to hear something on the podcast or as an idea and be like, sure, that makes sense. But it's a totally different thing to actually apply it and internalize it. So let's say you work with a partner who sometimes reacts to ideas that she doesn't like by asking you if you're an idiot. Or, you know, when I was clerking, my judge used to say to us, are you working for us or against us? <laughs> right? So this person asks you, are, are you an idiot? Why would you do that? And you think, she must really think I'm an idiot or she wouldn't say that. And then you feel anxious or ashamed. You believe that you're an idiot. Or you feel angry because you believe that she shouldn't talk that way and she's targeting you. You assume that she's asking this question because of something you did. But the truth is she asks everyone that she works with sometimes if they're an idiot, right? That's just one of the things she does. It actually has nothing to do with the intelligence level of the person that she asks. She would ask that no matter who you were. My judge would say to all of us, are you working for me or against me here? When he didn't like what we'd done in an opinion or when he thought that we were being recalcitrant about <laughs> doing what he wanted to do. He'd probably been asking his clerks that for like 30 years, right? It had nothing to do with us. Certainly none of us were work trying to work against him, <laughs> right? That was just a thing he said when he was frustrated and he would have said that no matter which clerk was sitting in the chair across from him. Let's say you have a friend who's always half an hour late and it upsets you because you think it means that your friend doesn't respect your time and that your friend thinks they're more important than you are. That means you're taking it personally. You're interpreting their behavior to mean these negative things about them and about you. And let me give you a thought experiment. Something I always like to ask clients when they're complaining about someone else's behavior is if a doctor could tell you that this person has like a genetic disability or a tumor in their brain or something, right? That makes them late or that makes them say, you're an idiot. You wouldn't be upset about it because you wouldn't be taking it personally, right? You would know that it had nothing to do with you and that there was some other external cause to blame. And you would just ignore it, right? You would just be like, oh, that's just part of their illness. It's fine. That shows you the big difference between what you're making it mean now. Honestly, the truth is you have no idea. It's possible a person does have a brain tumor, right? I'm not saying the reason people do things we don't like or say things to us is because they have brain tumors, but I am using that example to show you that the truth is we really have no idea why other people say or do what they do, right? It could be a brain tumor. It could be anything else. And our only problem occurs when we take it personally, when we interpret it to mean something about us or about them, Right? And generally when we are making it mean something about them, it's still because we're taking it personally, right? We still think it's a problem that they said or did something to us. And so like if you make someone being late mean they don't respect me, 
you're sort of making it about them, right? They're disrespectful. But really, you're still taking it personally, right? Because you're, it means you're making it mean that they don't respect you. So you're still sort of interpreting it through the lens of it means something about me. It relates to me, right? This, this person's behavior or personality is a problem because of what it means about me or how they think about me. So you're still making it about yourself. I mentioned dating at the beginning of this podcast because this is something that comes up so often for my clients who are dating. And I actually think even if you're not dating, even if you're happily married, dating is an awesome metaphor to think about this work or a context. It's not really a metaphor, but like a context in which to think about this concept. Because society trains us to think about dating as a market, right? To assume that everyone we go on a date with is evaluating whether we are worthy enough to date, Like I think in our brains, we think that going on a date is like being in the Olympics and the person we're on the date with is like the mean Russian judge, right? Or, you know, the mean whoever judge could be the mean American judge. Like that they're like sitting over there with a placard and they're holding up a score, that they're evaluating us and objectively evaluating whether we're worthy enough to date. So when someone else acts in a way we don't like on a date, we're primed to take it personally right? We're already in the mindset of this person is evaluating whether I'm pretty enough, whether I'm smart enough, whether I'm good enough. So we're all set up to take it personally already. We're in fact, we're looking for shit to take personally. And so we find it. If someone doesn't text back quickly enough, it's because they don't care about us or what we think. If someone ghosts, it's because there's something wrong with us. If someone breaks it off, it's because we screwed up, right? We take all of their behavior so personally And whatever they do, we try to figure out what it means about us. But here is the truth. My darling snowflakes, I don't know why I'm calling you guys snowflakes this morning, but maybe because it's 90 degrees in September. Here is the truth. It means nothing about you. Ever. That's not just a platitude. I really mean that. It really means nothing about you. And here's why. Because other people's behavior is a result of their thoughts and their feelings. Your thoughts produce your feelings, right? If you've been listening to the podcast, you know, we talk about that all the time. That email you got didn't produce your feeling. Your mom guilting you about the holidays didn't produce your feeling. Your thought produced your feeling. And your feelings are what drive your actions. The whole reason we care about thoughts and feelings, apart from the fact that, you know, negative feelings don't feel that great to us, is because our feelings are what motivate our actions, right? That's why if you want to stop procrastinating, we don't just say, stop procrastinating. No, we figure out what are you thinking? What are you feeling? We change those to change your action. So your thought produces your feelings and your feelings motivate your actions. The same is true for other people. Their thoughts produce their feelings. Their feelings motivate their actions, right? Like say that again. Generally, when I say this to clients, they're like, yeah, sure. They like intellectually understand it. But then emotionally, it takes like a couple of sessions of work to sink in. (laughs) So your thoughts produce your feelings. The same is true for other people. Their thoughts produce their feelings. Their thoughts, not you. A sentence in their mind produces their feeling. And just like your feelings are what drive your actions, their feelings are what drive their actions. So their actions are caused by their own thoughts, not by you. You are always just the circumstance in someone else's model, 
And when I say model, I mean the like thought, feeling, action. You are always just the external circumstance. You are just a neutral fact. You exist. And someone else has a thought about you. A sentence goes through their mind. And it's not caused by you. It's caused by all the things that cause thoughts, right? How they were raised, social conditioning, what their friends think, what TV they watched, how their brain chemistry just came out of the womb, right? Like all the things that combine to create a unique human brain, those things cause their thoughts. You do not cause their thoughts. You don't cause their thoughts, you don't cause their feelings, and you don't cause their actions. And their actions are certainly not an objective evaluation of you and your worth. So just to take an example, think about all the times you've gone on a date with someone and you just didn't feel a spark. Now, was it because they were disgusting and heinous and unworthy of human love? No, you just weren't feeling it. Or you were hung up on your ex, or you were tired that night, or you weren't feeling motivated, or they reminded you of your fourth grade teacher, or you didn't like their sweater, or you just prefer brunettes, right? There are a million reasons you might reject someone that have nothing to do with them. And that's true for you. There are a million reasons that people will reject you that have nothing to do with you. Like my teacher always says, and I also think Dita Von Teese said this. I feel like this is one of those things that's been around a long time. It just gets attributed to people. You can be the most delicious peach in the world, and there are still going to be some people who don't like peaches. Right? That is 100% true. There are some people who do not like peaches. I hate lentils. It can be the most delicious lentil in the world. I will never like you. It has nothing to do with lentils. It's not the lentils' fault. They didn't do anything. It's me. And it's not my fault. It's not a problem, right? It's only a problem if I or the lentils think it's a problem. I just don't happen to like lentils, right? I have gone on lots of dates where I just didn't happen to click with the person the way I was looking for. I think none of those times. I can safely say none of those times have I thought this person is simply unworthy as a human and they don't deserve love. But that's what we make it mean when we're rejected. That's what we make it mean when someone else is late all the time or says something mean to us or breaks up with us. Whatever it is, right, we take other people's behavior personally. The same is true for all the drama at work that you create for yourself by taking other people's actions personally. Right? If you work with a partner who's really curt in their emails to you, like there's never any positive feedback, there's no niceties, it's just when can you get this done? Look at the revisions, right? That's it. What are the odds that they are like loquacious and gracious with everyone else, but only curt with you because they hate you and think you're a terrible lawyer? It's zero. The odds are zero, right? If they're curt with you like this, they're curt with everyone. It has nothing to do with you. It's just the way they write emails. Your only problem is believing that it has something to do with you. Your only problem is taking it personally. Right? Humans in some on some level are just we're all enormous narcissists. Right? We kind of can't help but be because we interpret anything that comes into our kind of field of vision as being related to us. So you get an email that's kind of curt and you assume that it there's meaning there that has something to do with you, that it's indicative of the other person's feelings about you or their relationship with you. And really, it doesn't have shit to do with you. It's that's just the way they write emails, right? They've been writing emails that way for 20 years. Every associate who's come through, they've written emails that way to them, right? Just think about the way that like you are basically you, no matter who you're interacting with. Other people are basically themselves, no matter who they're interacting with. 
right? We each think that we're just us, but that whatever anybody else does is about us, right? But it's not. They're just them, and you happen to be the person interacting with at that moment. It doesn't have anything to do with you. It's not a specifically crafted interaction that is evaluating you as a person or based on you. Their thoughts cause their feelings, cause their actions. You don't cause any of that. So here is your homework for this week. When you find that you are taking something personally, which will take all of 37 seconds after the end of this podcast, (laughs) when you are assuming that someone else's behavior means something about you, I want you to take a minute, take a little break. Ask yourself, what are at least two other reasons this person might be acting this way that have nothing to do with me? And notice how it feels when you believe that it's about you compared to how it feels when you think the thoughts and believe that it has nothing to do with you. One of those is going to feel a lot better. (laughs) Spoiler alert, it's the one where it doesn't have anything to do with you. You always have that choice. You always have the choice to make it about you and take it personally and feel terrible, or to recognize that the only problem is not their behavior, it's not their actions, it's not their thoughts, it's not their feelings. The only problem is that you are taking something personally that has nothing to do with you at all. You are thinking a thought that tells yourself that it means something about you when it doesn't. So if this resonated and you take things personally, which would mean like you're a human, (laughs) as most humans do, and you think your love life or your work life would benefit from really learning the skill, how to not take other people's actions personally, you should hustle on over to www.thelawyerstresssolution.com forward slash unfuck and get on the wait list for the details of my new program that I've been talking a lot about. Because honestly, you guys, not taking shit personally is seriously the secret to life. It's one of the first things I worked on when I started doing coaching work. It completely transformed my dating life. I was dating and then I was in a relationship while I was doing this work. It completely transformed what it was like to date. It completely transformed my relationship with my partner, who is still my partner now, probably because I learned how to do this because we are very different people. And if I took what he does personally when it isn't what I would do, we wouldn't have made it past five months and now we're at five years. So... I really like this was the first skill and I applied it to my family too. It's just, it is the secret to life. And I, it's especially important. I think if you're dating or already in a romantic relationship or trying to find one, right? It's important in every area of life, but particularly in the romantic area. So if that is you and you take things personally and you know that you make them mean something about you and you believe that they are telling you something about you as a person Let's get over that. Let's get you over yourself and able to see clearly where other people's actions end and your life begins. So again, it's just www, the name of the podcast, laurastresssolution.com forward slash unfuck. And that'll just get you on the sneak peek list because that's where I'm going to start filling the course from before I open it to the public. And if it fills up from the sneak peek list, then it'll just never get open to the public. So hop on over, put in your name and email. But if you don't, I promise I will not make it mean anything about me. Have a lovely week, y'all. Bye. If this episode was speaking your language, sounded like it was in your brain, I want you to come check out The Clutch because it will help you unfuck any relationship in your life. If you want to learn how to show up confidently in work relationships, family relationships, friendships, and romantic relationships, or in your parenting, 
The Clutch will be your lifeline. It comes tailor-made with a community of badass women doing this life-changing work alongside you, along with monthly coaching calls and daily expert coaching on any relationship you're working on, including your relationship with yourself. Check it out at unfuckyourbrain.com forward slash the clutch, or you can just text your email to 347-934-8861. If you text your email address to that number, we will text you right back with a link to check out everything you need to know to join. I can't wait to see you there.